Hi everybody and welcome back to Side of Slaw episode number 81. Almost missed it this week because somebody decided that they were too sick to do it on Monday. I was a little bit sick, guys. We cleaned the whole apartment for you, we cooked for you, and you didn't even show up to family dinner night. I know. I think I let you guys know at like 3 p.m. You did, but granted, dinner's at what time? Five? Six? So how many hours is that? I'll apologize in advance. I might be a little bit congested. I apologize. Did I take a <laughs> test? I do one of those. No. <laughs> I just don't really care anymore. You got it from me. Congratulations. Probably. I actually don't think I have COVID. I just think it's a good old-fashioned cold. American it's, cold. Tis the season. Tis the season, and it's tis okay. Tis the season. We're coming at you. What's the date today? 29th. September 29th. We're almost in October, which is my favorite month of the year. We're Very exciting. 22. Very exciting. It's finally getting cooler. It was... Probably in the 50s today, would you say? 50s, 40s? Yeah, yeah, I'd say mid-50s. Yeah. Finally, you can turn off that AC. Yay! No more money. Then the changing of the closets. We broke out all the sweaters and put away the summer tanks. It was a little sad. It is a little bit sad. But it also, it's exciting. It is. Um, I want to jump right into what happened last night, because last night, Liv and I may or may not have gone and saw Don't Worry, Darling. I yes. have too many thoughts on this. So Grace has not seen it yet, but she's been filled in, got all the spoilers, and notes yeah, up. Yeah, apparently Grace just wants... Se- Grace is a second-hand movie watcher. Just like, you tell me what happens. I love spoilers so much. So Liv basically told me everything that happens. But why don't you guys... Are you going to give spoilers, or are you just going to give yeah, well, a general review? I feel like you can't give a review without giving spoilers, so we're going to yeah. alert well, this spoiler alert right now. Spoiler alert. Um, also, when I just had secondhand movie reviews, I want you to know that when I was 10 in 2007, because that's when I Am Legend came out, Dad told me about I Am Legend because obviously zombies, vampires, it's his favorite thing ever. Yeah, and I third hand gave movie reviews to like the neighborhood kids about I Am Legend, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. That's kind of hilarious. It's the most 10 year old thing that's ever happened is third hand movie reviewing something you haven't even seen. To a other little kids. bit, but like that's that's just the ultimate game of telephone. It really is. But anyway, um, well, honey, why don't you just go ahead? I'll let you take the lead. There's so many thoughts. Um, we'll start, I guess, with pros because there's only a few. It was engaging. I was focused the whole time. I wasn't like, oh my god, is this going to end like I am with most movies I feel like these days. It was only two hours, which was a nice amount of time. A lot of times movies these days are like a million hours long and I'm over it. Uh, Florence Pugh, beautiful. Love her. So beautiful. 98% of the movie, Harry Styles looked very nice. The other 2%, a little scary. A little crusty. A little crusty, a little homeless man living in your basement. Um, But... The acting, I, in my opinion, was really well. I was keeping a sharp eye on Harry Styles after they, like, dissed him as, like, he's not an actor and did a terrible job. I thought, especially in some of his emotional scenes, he did very well for the most part. And, you know, this leads into the cons of they portrayed that very uneasy, something's wrong here feeling very well. I think they way overdid it. I think there's only, like, same thing with horror movies. You can only do jump scares so much for this movie. You can only do the whole random creepy uneasy doesn't make sense right now shot or weird music or because it's like any emotion you can only tug on it so much before you're like it's not doing anything yeah and like they kept they like in like yes it was explaining your movie but she was humming this song the whole time and by like the 30th scene of her humming this song i was like i'm gonna punch her in the face if she doesn't shut up right now Mm. and like honestly the reveal wasn't even that crazy Mm. like it just kind of led into the whole like purpose of the movie was like why is this wrong what is actually going on because that's the question you have the whole time like it's not 
meant to be some surprise. Like, you know something's wrong. They're probably not actually in the 50s. They're probably not bliss. Well, I guess spoilers. So the whole movie, they make you think. <laughs> well, so I guess. Um... I guess we'll get right into it. I don't know, the whole movie they make you think of the whole, like, oh, what are they doing for work? What is this Project Victory thing? Everything's working on. Chris Pine's the head of it. Giant douche canoe. Wait, what did you say? Chris Chris Pine Pine. was, like, the head of it. Okay. Chris Pine. 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 It's okay. Whatever. Which, I forgot his name until Cole goes, that's Chris Pine. I'm like, oh, yeah, duh. We talked about this last week. Yeah. I don't know. And it's just, like, there is no actual project, which I hated. I wanted there to be an actual job. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. So... Well, just the whole thing is that. Over to cop the, out. What? It, it was, was a cop, a cop out. out. I'm not chewing gum. Don't. Stop. Yeah, Grace, a little bit chewing gum on a mic. Big time no no. That's okay. Big time no no. I have anxiety. I anyway, like to be stimulated. And back to Harry Styles. Um, so the wives are placed into a simulation by their loser husbands because their husbands were converted to they do felt this. belittled they well they listened to chris pine in the real world who's supposed to be like a pseudo jordan peterson like podcaster. character podcaster mm. youtuber in the real world that convinces them that um people no one's actually truly happy and what would be better is if like men went to work and women stayed at home and it was old school in his 50s so the men some way or another, which it doesn't really explain. Giant plot hole. A giant plot hole, but like, the kidnap women their wives. like kind of pseudo kidnap their wives, I guess, and then they place like these simulator things on their eyes, and they're kind of brainwashed, hypnotized well, they're into like the simulation. Unconscious, a vegetable in real life. Is that like yeah. he's selling this on the podcast, or is this it. like on the DL? Because how is like government not explain. being well, like that's not allowed? It seems like deep internet creepy stuff as how they like black market it and it's very clearly a money thing because in like one specific line Harry references when they're in the simulation and she's finding out what's going on he goes well I have to go to work all day to pay for you to have this life so it makes it sound like it is something that they are paying for obviously there's technology involved that he had to purchase and they do make it seem again giant plot hole that they're super poor but the whole thing was that she was this extremely successful surgeon full on medical doctor and they're living in this Rap hole apartment. Yeah. And, but yeah, he makes a big deal about being like, the, well, I am doing so much to sustain you. And that's kind of the, I guess, the idea of what Project Victory is, is like when they go to work, they're actually going to the point in the simulation where it's like the exit where you can leave and go yeah. back into real life and work your job and jump back. I on just in. know I've seen like the clips on TikTok of like Florence Pugh coming home like in the real world and being like, what's for dinner? And he was like, well, I texted you what you wanted while you were in surgery, but you didn't respond. Yeah, you know, I can't have my phone in the OR. Well, I wish you would tell me that. Yeah. You're also, like, it's right. a prime example, because obviously Harry Styles in this moment in time is kind of like the sex symbol, like the women are really boy. into him, the mm-hmm. in-boy, if you will. Um, men can be made to look very gross very quickly. They gave him that string. I wonder if they took the toupee off. I was actually thinking that. <laughs> how everyone thinks he's bald. Because he has, like, this stringy hermit, like, oh, God, Professor Filch and, like, Harry Potter, like, that gross old man Ugly. hair. It was really bad. And he looks... The gross facial hair. That mm-hmm. is the other just giant plot hole, is that she is this beautiful, successful doctor, and she's, I guess, married in real life. They don't really touch on that very much, but, like, married her with Harry Styles, and he's just this 
gremlin of a gross man who like sits in the dark on his computer all night and it's just like why are you poor why are you with him you seem charming and great yeah but also so many women so many women who are like amazing are with these absolute pieces of human waste so and like i don't know there's like so many statements being made that obviously you're left with a lot of questions and a lot of thought which i do think a good movie does that i think there was a lot of hate for the movie but i think the hate centers around a lot of it makes zero sense because if she was kidnapped in planet simulation and they talk about it they're there for over a thousand days at that point which is a lot of days and you're telling me there's no family there's no co-workers there's nobody that's like hey she has fallen off the face of the mm-hmm. planet and it's not as if he took her to a different location they're in their apartment the whole time not only are they in the apartment the they kind of semi-touch on how they're keeping them like fed and hydrated like chris pine says like hey it's your responsibility to keep your like wives alive your their bodies viable or whatever he calls yeah them. but like so he has a wet washcloth that he's like wringing water into her like unconscious mouth but I'm like, but she doesn't have a feeding tube. Like she's Obviously, only, people still go to the bathroom. Like, not even, like, a breathing mask. Just, like, the breathing nose tube of, like, I'm just sleeping and need some oxygen. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't make thing, any as sense. As in, like, she's no, obviously relatively clean. How are you showering her? Because I obviously feel like the second you take the eyeball simulations off, she's awake. Yeah. And then my one, the biggest plot hole that they never touched on was the whole right in kind of when things started getting the whole like she realizes something's off she goes into the desert which is like the no no it's not safe for you there but we eventually find out is like the exit of the simulation of the game and she puts her hands on the big doorway that is the whole like you have to touch this to get out and get in the real world and then just wakes back up in her simulation bed when no one was there to stop her but at the end of the movie she does the exact same thing and wakes up in real life yeah, yeah so that doesn't sense. make sense at so, all. So, like, she should have just gotten out in the very beginning and realized what was up. Other massive plot hole. They have it in the simulation where if you kill your husband, he dies in real life. But if the wives die, they're fine in real life. Why would huh. you make a simulation by men for men to control their wives to be like, well, if she does it, she figures it out and kills you, you're done, sorry. Which, spoiler alert, she, she, gets, she gets Harry Styles. Harry Styles gets God. Oh, and so does Big old rocks glass. Dang it. And then Chris Pine's wife, again, makes no sense, where she was Miss Headwife, you know, everyone was scared of her, and then all of a sudden at the end seems to know what's up and stab him, be like, this is my world now. Like, if you knew this the whole time, why didn't you do something the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. Waiting for the perfect moment. Interesting. It was the first movie since this past summer when we saw Top Gun that I was... Actually, I can't say that. I was excited to see Elvis. But essentially, anytime there's a movie I'm excited to go see, Got a lot of that marketing. does it for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a very recommend? pretty movie. I would recommend. I mean, obviously, at this point, you know what happens. But yes, I, I if I saw somebody on the street, I would recommend that they go see it. I would. It okay. was fun. It was a fun experience. It was something different. It was a plotline like not done before. Yes. And I think it while it had a lot of like social justice commentary i don't think it was shoving it down your throat in a really annoying way okay. i think there was something to be said for i don't know it goes both ways like a lot of women these days are very like i want to work and be in power which obviously was her in the beginning of the movie or i guess at the end they show you that she was a doctor but also there was the whole like hey those ladies they were having a lot of fun shopping all day and looking all cute and cleaning their houses that's what i'm gonna say that's that. my dream y'all put me in a simulation yeah. literally cole in the first five minutes goes is this what you want i'm like yes it is 
This is what I want. Thank you very much. They get unlimited credit cards. They just get to decorate their home and live these lavish, fun lives all day. That sounds great. That sounds way better than performing surgery. And they do touch on that with one of the ladies at the very end when Florence Pugh, like, kind of figures out what's going on, but she's still in the simulation. And her friend in the movie, she's, like, explaining all these things right after she killed Harry. And her friend's like, no, I know. And she's like, how do you know? Why do you know? Like, why are you still letting this happen? And her friend's like, well, I chose this. Because I guess her kids had died in real life. And, like, the kids in the simulation are fake. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, here I get to have my kids live. And it's, like, obviously a little bit delusional and crazy. But she's like, no, nah, I picked this. I just don't tell anyone that I'm the only one that knows. Yeah. But you're telling me there's, like, at least eight wives that they show in the movie. And absolutely mm, yeah. nobody has realized that they're missing or connected this podcast to it. Or Chris Pine. Or also no one's, like, clearly don't have friends in real life. Because if they had friends, they're not, like... Why are you just MIA laying in your bed with weird simulation goggles on yeah. for literally your entire day other than you going to work? Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's, I mean, when they, they wake up together, they go to bed together, they spend their whole evening. Like, they literally are only out of the simulation when they leave for work and come back. Yeah. And I told Liv, it's like, I don't get it because this movie had to go through so many different people and why didn't someone point out, like, that doesn't make sense. The plane. The plane. The only reason she yeah. found yeah. out something was wrong was because she was on the trolley, living her best life, going shopping, and she sees a plane crash in, like, the restricted section of the desert. And she's obviously freaking out. She's like, oh, my God, someone's dead. We need to go help. Trolley driver, like, won't stop. Is like, I can't go there. Uh, da, da, da. And then she's like, fine, I'll walk, which is silly, because, like, she looks rough. So she's hiked all the way out here, there, and that's where plot hole is, where she doesn't find the plane, but finds, like, the door to get out and sees something. And then, obviously, somehow, I guess, they get her back, kidnap her, threaten her. But if it's a perfect scenario... Why is there just this random plane crashing and catching her eye? Doesn't make any sense. And, like, another wife who found out earlier and got punished for... Also, they never explained that, where they just kicked the couple out of the simulation, which, in their words, was, oh, they just fired them from the victory project. They weren't fit anymore. Because that was the whole fear, was that if the wives messed up, their husbands would be fired. Mm. But, like, okay, so she got kicked out. Is that a good thing? Because did she just, like, wake up in real life and go back on about her day? Like, I really wish they would have touched on that. Like, at the end of her, like, running into her and being like, oh, my God, are you okay? Or whatever. That or add, like, a legal element to the movie. That would have been very interesting. Because there's no repercussions of they've essentially made their wives these vegetables. How? I'm not entirely sure obviously yeah. it's a lot of hypnosis like a lot of scenes are very hypnosis related but like they yeah because like even if that one couple would have left it's like did chris pine have them killed or did they wake up in that they like somehow had to convince this wife not to tell authorities well the thing is like you would immediately go to authorities that's like obviously the whole deal is at the end of the movie when she's like getting her way out of simulation they have everybody in their mother trying to stop her yeah like i mean just men sprinting after like don't let her because they know the second that they wake up in real life it's over the whole operation is done the second anyone finds out what's going on and Chris like, Pine didn't really think through that one, did he? Yeah, there's not a lot of... I mean, and honestly, they didn't make it that hard. Like, the only thing they counted on was that the wives were brainwashed enough, which there was obviously a lot of brainwashing, that they would just listen to their husbands, which is what they're supposed to do, and not go to the restricted area. And yeah. then two of the wives did, and it's just like... And it's not Women. even hard. It's just like you got to walk up the building and place your hands on the door, like, and you're out. Yeah, I was like, going to say, you couldn't have made that a little bit more Like difficult. a keypad or something? Anything? Something, anything. Ugh. Women, you can't live with them. You can't live without them. It was... You can't even live with them anymore. I did like the lavish scenes. You got to have some fun bits. They did make yeah. it really cool. There's a lot of really raw emotion, which we know Florence Pugh does best. Midsummer, that movie still haunts me. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I have. And Hated I it. Wish the, I didn't. the cliff scene? 
Yeah. Didn't need that. That was awful. I when I was honestly, done with that movie, I literally remember thinking, I think that's the most sacrilegious thing I've ever seen oh in my, my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just the thing is it's it's so culty, which obviously this yeah. is very too. Like, this is very her vibe and, like, her niche of movies. She does a wonderful job. Like, she does. The act in those movies is incredible, but I don't think I, like, slept right for weeks after Midsummer. No. It just It wasn't even that it was, like, scary. It just messed with your head. You felt just, disgusting after. That's what I was going to say. It just made you feel gross. Yeah, I hated that. And it's like, at least this didn't have any of, like, super gross, awful. Like, there's a couple, like, scenes where you're like, oh, crap. Oh, no, don't do it. Like, don't yeah, slit yeah. your throat, lady. But other than that, like, it wasn't. It's more like a psychological. It was psychological. Which, which again, we do appreciate. But could have played it down three notches. Yeah. Like, you need it, but also everyone knew that something was off. You don't have to shove it in her face. Like, she's freaking out. I was going to say, like, the movies that do that best, you don't have to make have it the so dramatic and make the... it this huge thing it's like the audience naturally feels that way it's yeah. like you're overcompensating for something it was that's you know? exactly what it was yeah absolutely well i'm definitely looking forward to seeing that movie i actually really want to see it now that you guys have seen and that's the tough thing is like it took me a while to like realize all the faults when we started discussing it mm-hmm. but during the movie i was incredibly engaged i was very interested because you're trying thought. to figure it out yeah. and like you knew obviously something was wrong you knew it probably wasn't the 1950s but you didn't really guess the plot at the twist at the end and I always love going back and rewatching movies when you know the twist Me after too. to like see if you can catch things. Which is so funny. I always remember like, um, I don't know. I would think about this, but our grandparents in particular were always like, "You kids just watch the same movies over and over and over." And they would like try to show us a new movie, and we'd be like, "No, no, we just want to watch Shrek again." And they like could never <laughs> understand it. But I'm still that way. I'd rather watch a movie I've seen a million times than a new movie. Oh, Cole struggles to get me to watch a new movie. I am a comfort movie person. I'm a comfort food person, and it's like I like a lot of things. Yeah. I'll eat a lot of things, but also like if I know I like it, why risk it? If I only have an hour of free time, I might as well do Literally, something I know it's that, gonna be good. It, I'm like almost to the point in my life where I'm like, if I haven't seen it, it's probably because it's not good. Yeah. Big T. Well, and I think that um, as far as like streaming services go, touching on what you just said, like you need to have um, like Netflix or whoever, like you need to have some shows that are like interesting and when the new season comes out, people are excited. But all of the space in between that, like none of the movies really matter. None of the, like it's well, just The movies filler. are all like two star. No one's really seen Yeah, them, but no like it's all filler. Them. And then you just need to have like one of the comfort shows that everybody has, whether it's like The Office or Friends or, or something like that. Because that's really what most people are getting on a lot of streaming services for, is to have the thing that you've seen a million Comforting times and enjoy noise. in the background. Like, that's yeah. really, really what it is. No, I couldn't agree more. That's why I've watched the same however many shows, I don't even want to say how many times, just on repeat. On repeat. Aren't you a Friends person, though? Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, it's on in the background, like, I'm doing homework or something, but, like, I've easily seen all of One Tree Hill, like, probably five or six times. Oh, that was new with How I Met Your Mother, is, like, from, because we watched it very young, and I don't think I've seen it since high school, but, like, that was always my, I need to put something on the background, it was How I Met Your Mother. And sometimes you just need that. And Cole hates on it so hard. It's just anything that's network TV. If NBC, ABC, or CBS produce a show, it probably sucks. I'm not saying it was a good show, but it's one of those, like, I started watching it so young that that was just, like, my normal. That was, like, what TV was to me. Do you guys know, this will prove how well you know me, I, my favorite sitcom that I, like, watch in the morning while I drink my coffee. Golden Girls. No. No, hold on. I should know this. You do know this. Hold Is on. it like hold Seinfeld? Hold on, hold on, hold on. No. no. 
Jude loves Seinfeld, and I, I love I like Seinfeld. I love that too. Jude loves Seinfeld. Oh, that's such he's a of the generation thing. that um, should not even know what Seinfeld is. Uh, all right, I'm blanking. Tell me, Roseanne. Oh, uh, see, that's see, in my head. That's the same thing as Golden. Literally, Rose. Yeah. yeah. And I like every morning. I'm like gonna get my coffee and I'm gonna sit down and watch an episode Don't you of Roseanne. Have, like, a Roseanne like sweater or bag. I do. Thing? I have a Roseanne sweatshirt. Yeah. yeah. Which is embarrassing, but like I love shows like that. I'll tell you what though, Dawson's Creek is one of those shows I could only get through one time, and I loved every second of it. But, but it you was can't like back. so dramatic that like I couldn't do it again. I don't want to win. I don't cool. want life to be over. Well, because you don't want too dramatic. Sometimes the shows, the ones that are easiest to rewatch, don't have that much of a plot line. There's not a lot no. of suspense because I don't want to. It's just a love triangle. That's all you need. I'm saying, or even like Chernobyl. Like it was dramatic and suspense. I'm not watching that. No, again. I'm not going to rewatch that. That but doesn't like, make sense. Something stupid, funny with little lighthearted jokes that you. And also, I think the trick to a rewatch, though, is something that you don't have to pay attention to. That you can walk in 30 minutes to the episode and enjoy what's happening, even if you don't really know. What's and you're going not on. lost. And you're not like lost. Dawson's Creek. You look away for 15 minutes and you're like, "Who's dead?" Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like it's very confusing. But yeah. I also that is this side of me that sparked my love for the east coast because dawson's creek takes place in delaware or like massachusetts i, I could sense. do that i could be an east coast guy literally and it's so just like east coast and we sail and like oh but that's like the old money this, and i loved it See, i don't want hollywood money i want the whole i live in an awesome big brick mansion on yeah. the water and i wear a nice polo sometimes it was my yeah. favorite like mom growing up was yeah. like beverly hills like 99210 like living in like whatever beverly Beverly hills Hills, living in what la no like beverly hills like very like prissy whatever and Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm an east coast gal i want old money with a golden retriever and go sit and read a book by the jfk grace is a kennedy i was about to say i'm a kennedy but like also if you photoshopped you into kennedy pictures i'd be like yeah right that makes sense you'd be like is she the sister that had the lobotomy Is she the one Get that uh, Ted Kennedy killed in that drunk driving accident? Okay. Maybe cool. a little bit. It's all right. Um, speaking of, you told me about this. I have not watched it, but the the drama with the new Maryland movie, Blonde, with Ana de Armas. Have you heard about that? <gasps> no. I didn't even know there so, was a new movie. It's on Netflix. It's Blonde. a Netflix original, which already, you know, so, it's just terrible. Take, yeah. 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 So, it, it, and it has that actress whose name, I'm not going to remember, but she's very beautiful. Anna, I know, the Anna. Anna de Armas. I told you. That's what it yeah. is. Anna, yeah. oh, what is it? Anna de is, Armas? Yeah. And she's Serial. Uh, I her red carpet's beautiful. She's so gorgeous. I think either Puerto Rican or Cuban. She's something spicy and she wears it well. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. Because yeah. she was in I watched that movie like Deep Water or something with her and Ben Affleck that came out like a year yeah. ago on Hulu. Yeah. She was wonderful in that. Um but she, okay, so I haven't seen it yet, but from what I've seen, the controversy. She was in Knives Out. She was in Knives Out. I... Yep, she was in that too. Um, so it's supposed to be like a little biopic of Marilyn Monroe, which I think that she plays Marilyn very well, and she looks pretty dang identical to her. Mm-hmm. Um, like they make her blonde and everything, but they is that why they that's call all the movie is. blonde? It might be. Wait. Wait. Oh, spoiler alert! Oh spoiler my alert. gosh. Um, and they decided, like the director came out and said that they wanted to make it as traumatic as possible. Too, <laughs> God, I love the that. most twenty twenty two thing that's ever been well, said. Literally, all it has to be is artsy and getting people way too into it, which I, I would like to discuss with Jeffrey Dahmer because I want to see what happens to freaking what's his face. He's gonna have some psychological issues out there. So I should not even watch it. Oh, Evan Peters. Evan Peters, thank you. Yeah, I, go on about blonde. Oh, and we'll then, talk and then we'll move on to Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, 
basically just came out and was like, we want to make it traumatic because her life was very traumatic. And so they... They tortured this girl. They tortured her. And from what I saw, because I saw, like, Anna talk about it, and she was like, there wasn't, like, really a script or anything. He basically just, like, we just, like, made it up off the whatever improv improv there is no way right no and it's like so none of it was accurate none of it was like accurate things that happened in her life you're just making it up. they were just making it up they had people said that there was like a very a scene with a lot of sexual abuse that happened with jfk that there's no evidence to support even though we know jfk oh they were he ain't no princess he was having some fun Robert. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Like, yeah, come yeah, on. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Kennedy and JFK were both. Uh, I mean, I told either you or you. I can't remember it who I told me, this yeah. today. But yeah, they there's a room um, underneath the White House that was like the JFK bring girls here room, and that Bobby Kennedy would also partake in. That's a well documented thing, and Marilyn was definitely one of those girls. Well, so. that's the thing yeah. is like the, the I mean the whole Happy Birthday, Mr. President was like her confirming it. That was her big like screw you to like jackie yeah. he was just like and the then whole like died real soon after it was the most sultry weird yeah. crazy. she overdosed in her apartment funny how funny <laughs> interesting so diana that died in a car accident crazy yeah. crazy things there's no accidents in hollywood and then they rented there's out no accidents in government in government um they rented out the home that she owned and died in and they filmed in it and they like filmed in the exact location that she did die you know she haunts them now she haunts it and then also like again it wasn't accurate so overall like and again the director like really was like i just want to make it as sad as possible because her life was sad but overall it's like marilyn did have like a fun exciting life that is like incredibly famous exactly look if you're gonna do somebody like show like the bad things that happened in their life don't just fabricate it you know what i mean Mm. like if anything that's kind of disrespectful don't make it up whatever like i think there was a lot of better ways that they probably could have gone about that real and raw but also no one wants a completely depressing and i know that sounds bad but it's just the media like show her fun glitz and glamour side but then have the raw real scenes that people didn't realize but if you lie then everyone's gonna be like well why would i watch that exactly it's like okay so like i i guess Sadness. It might as well be that you remember Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Like I love that movie so much. It might as well be that movie. If it's not at all based in reality, it might as well just be that movie. That was the most genius movie ever. Because they well, because the funny thing about it was they took his diaries and they used actual quotes and realized it kind of made it sound like he was vampire Mm. hunting and they Mm -hmm. swung it where it was vampires. That I love that movie. Good, hilarious. That's what they should have done. Like. Make it a comedy. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just, I think maybe if I was Marilyn Monroe, who I've seen, I watched not too long ago a documentary about her um, on Hulu. She did have a very traumatic life and experienced a lot of bad things. Um, but I think that I, if I was Marilyn, I'd be ba- back and I'd be haunting that director and maybe on a little bit. Yeah. Just a smidge. You're like, this is exactly where she died. And just then, lay down. And then just... Kim Kardashian for wrecking the uh, the dress. And the dress. Which people got way too upset about I that. I was going to say, like, I like, think no that one cares. It, it was a little bit disrespectful to history or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, it was on theme. And, like, I think the disrespectful thing was her, like, obviously trying to squeeze into that it. That was, exactly. That was disrespectful. I agree. But also, like, but it's, like it's, hey, just, hey, it's a very dress. pretty thing. Hey, but she's not Mary, Jesus' mom. She's an actress who died exactly that's, that's what it's it like is you gotta put stuff into perspective. <laughs> that's what it is i, know, I don't think like, she's using it, it i don't think she's gonna miss it sacrilegious <laughs> and like yes it was an important part of history but also then like honestly 
I couldn't tell you much about that whole hair. No. Happy birthday, Mr. President, until Kim wore it. Then I, like, yeah. researched into it more. And then you're like, oh, that's cool. But also, Cole's right. Like, no one's using it. You might as well wear it. You know, it's a pretty dress. Get some use out and of I it. I think I she care. donated, like, a ton of money to yeah. the museum that showed it. And all, of course, because Kim Kardashian. But So, let's get into the Dahmer situation. Because Ooh. I know that you guys watched the first episode. I have not watched any because I tend to be sensitive to that stuff and I know it's one of those things that would just make me feel really gross inside and so I haven't watched it. I'm going to be really honest. I, like, half of me wants to see the second episode to see where it goes, Mm -hmm. but also I was truly creeped out and grossed out for days after I watched it. It's like you're looking at, like, one of the most inhumane evil human beings that maybe has been on Earth. And And it's weird that it's glamorized well and what i do like is that they didn't glamorize it which is a lot of times with serial killer stuff they tend to bam and cole sat down we watched it we turned the lights off we got it all creepy cole's leaving can you turn that one on because i don't like that one sorry we're having light troubles we're having the lights okay anyways so yes we sat down watched the first episode and it pretty much not spoilers the whole plot is that they document his like final attempt at kidnapping murdering slash eating somebody and it's not even the trifecta it's not even that it's super gruesome it's just so a realistic like it documents the very like the steps mm-hmm. of him kind of lowering it home on the whole like promise of like sexual acts and the guy's kind of stupid and into it the guy did have like 17 million chances to run but also it's, it's you t- gotta find the dumb people honestly and also <laughs> you gotta consider though is that you never assume someone's gonna just murder you and eat you. you the guy probably thought. Time out. In 2022, I think with the hindsight of all the serial killers and everybody loves the documentaries and whatnot, I think now, like if if you if you Grace if you yeah. met some guy and he was like, let's just come back to my apartment and I'll take pictures of you for money. I'd be, go run run you'd run be run, like, run run. Oh, gonna eat me. Gotta get out. But Gotta apparently in 1994 in Milwaukee, they're like, oh, yeah, 50 well, bucks. I mean, well, and I think there is the, yeah. like, obviously he was gay. And I think there was a lot of, like, secrecy around that. And also a lot of, like, not availability in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I think this guy was kind of at his take what I can get. You know, this is the new slice around town. And I think that he, obviously they were drunk. They were at a party. They were drinking. And, like, there's a couple moments where he literally was like, what's floating in my drink? And then Jeffrey's like, just eat, just drink it. It's, it's fine. It's yeah. dish soap. Oh and gosh. obviously how he escapes is that he, like, pretends to drink it and isn't actually high. And he does play his cards right kind of once he realized he's trapped, which was very quickly, I will give, that, like, yeah. he pointed the knife and was like, you're going to sit down and do what I say kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he plays pretty much every right move he can and obviously eventually escapes and they document how he gets caught and i've heard in future episodes they document other cases where they kind of did escape and that's a common story like police would return his victims to jeffrey on the lore of the whole is this your boyfriend oh he's had too much to drink tonight here have him back or like the police would walk into his apartment with some guy passed out on the couch who was dead and he'd be like oh it's my boyfriend too much to drink because like, oh you're gay i'll just leave sorry i'm comfy <laughs> yeah because it was the definitely not the best best and, police work there but it was gross i mean like and it wasn't even like gross gruesome it was just like i was upset for a couple days after that by it just how you. raw and yeah. creepy and how like like he ate people and it was like realistic of just discussing that with his family and being like this is gonna be hard to hear and yeah. like just Evan Peters does a wonderful job. 
I believed it. If he walked up to me after like that, I'd be like, yep, you're, you're down. You're going to kill me. You're going to kill mm-hmm. me. He literally goes at one part. He's like laying on his chest. And that part got me with the whole like, oh, I love listening to your heart. Can't wait to eat it later. And then the guy's trying Don't to pretend like everything's fun. He's like, yeah, sure. Because he had to play the Lyric. whole like, oh, yeah, this is great. I love you. We're going to do all kinds of fun things. Because like, if yeah. he acted like he was going to kill him, he was never getting out of there, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think, Cole? What were your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I've never been super into the murder, serial killer type thing. I mean, I understand that, obviously, it's the trope that young women love the docs. I think it's just fascinating that something that awful oh, yeah. happened. It's interesting. But I, I'm i more into the... What are they, what's the show with the guy in the trench coat, like Unsolved Mysteries? I'm more into... It's like 1998, and we have like the NBC News documentary about it, as opposed to... A biopic where yeah, someone's going to get eaten. Real. I'm like, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? I just, yeah. in the same way that I and don't I like gruesome that. horror movies, I'm it's like, I really like, don't want to see people like get eaten on screen or like cut that's up. That's very I'm true. Because like, eh. it's like, there's one thing about like a documentary of like these are the facts, this is what happened. But when it turns into like, oh, we're gonna make this into a real story, especially when it's based off of a real thing that happened, and like oh, yeah. those victims, like their families and things, like you probably don't want that. Oh, and it was like, I mean, it was. I felt like I was like there, and very rarely do I feel like I get immersed in TV these yeah. days. Like me and Cole were both kind of like freaking out the whole time, being like, oh my god, oh my god, is he gonna get up? Oh my god, is he gonna do like what you know, like craziness yeah. and. I'm glad they kept the gruesome to a minimum. There was only, like, a couple, three shots of, like, yo, he's got a head in his fridge. And yeah. I think the thing that got me way worse was the Polaroids. When, because yeah. how the cop kind of, which took the police after, like, they, like, the story is that the guy finds the cops. They're kind of, like, unsure about him because he's just this, like, kind of drugged out, like, dude. And yeah. the time, a black guy who wasn't trusted, shirtless, running in the streets. And they bring him back to Jeffrey's apartment, and he's got a handcuff on him. They're like, can we just have the key kind of thing? Jeez, and yeah. they go in and kind of search it because his place reeks of, like, rotting, rotting people meat. is the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And he, like, blames it on, like, pork oh, chops. I got bad pork chops. Because yeah. his neighbor can smell it through the vents. It's called the police, whatever. <sighs> and the only reason police catch it, they're walking around. They kind of see there's, like, a bloody screwdriver or, like, drill gun, whatever. And he has a 50-gallon barrel of acid. acid in the corner of his room. Like, but the only thing mm-hmm. that really gets the cops to finally be like, hey, like, we're going to arrest you now What's is because they find the key in his bedside drawer and start looking through his, like, Polaroids, which the first are kind of like, oh, they're just like gay, naked pics of guys. Yeah. And then they find one where just some guy's head is off. Yeah. yeah. Like leaning around. I'm like, oh, I didn't need to see that. And then, then they're finally like, oh, wait, these are actually real. I'm like, yeah, yeah. can you not tell us creep? But it's blood stain covered bed. That didn't freak him out. Like, so many uh, things that the cops should have been like, hey, so we're just going to take you in for but questioning. It's also, obviously, it's, you know, Hollywood. Like, it, it might not have gone down that way. But um, it's different when. Like, you you understand... It, well, I will say, it plays this fun game because obviously some people got away and some people didn't. So well, in only the whole, one got away because he would have gotten caught otherwise. That's true. That's true. But, like, so you know ahead of time that someone's about to get... So, like, let's say you have a suspenseful movie. Mm-hmm. You It's fictional. You don't know, like, maybe this person gets away, maybe they don't get away, that kind of thing. 
But in the Dahmer situation, you know that they're all going to be mutilated and eaten. And you're like, oh, like, I'm just waiting for it to happen on screen. Which was why the first episode was good. Because, like, they don't let you think that it's the last time. Yeah. Because the whole time, I was just, like, waiting for him to just, like, get stabbed and mutilated. And, like, he, like, kind of almost gets out, like, once or twice. He's got, like, door issues trying to get out. And then he finally does them. Like, oh, crap, is this it? Like, is, like, is he actually getting arrested right now? And you literally don't even feel safe until the police, like are searching the apartment for 30 minutes and then finally you're like oh we'll put handcuffs on you because like the whole time you still think something's gonna go wrong and he's gonna die because that's what happened so that was cool that they opened with the whole like this is his last time he ever did it and i do think from what i've heard in the series they go back and show times where it didn't work out yeah which is so scary so she's like it's fascinating and i want to see more but i don't think i have it in me I I i would not i don't i think the most interesting part of that is like the psychological side, like what happened to him in his life that caused him did you, to be a psycho. Did you watch My Friend Dahmer? It was a no, Netflix I movie. Didn't. So that was very tame. That was a movie about him in high school. Ross Lynch plays him. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, me and my mom watched that together. But the whole viewpoint is that, like, obviously, he's a kind of a kid, hasn't done anything yet. But they show kind of how he went kind of crazy, that he was, like, always a weird kid. And yeah. show him when he starts, like, to, like, play with roadkill and, like, dismember roadkill bodies and break down their bones and ass. Weird which, things. obviously, he eventually does to real people. Yeah. And how people he had friends and how, like he handled situations weird and like i think the movie ends with him like just picking up the first guy and alluding to that that's his first murder yeah but that was weird it was a very slow film but it was interesting to show like the like someone is before they're a serial killer you You know know? and i i've seen other things it's a a very interesting case of like nature versus nurture because i've seen like his mom drank throughout the whole pregnancy with him when he was born um like i don't know that he like never had any contact with his mother like his mother didn't even like touch him hug him or anything i don't know if he grew up in like a foster care system i don't know well and i don't know if this is true but they touch on it when they're interviewing his dad that his dad was like well he had hernia surgery when he was four and he's never been the same since i think Mm -hmm. something happened under anesthesia to his brain yeah there's so many factors like what clicks to make you be like i'm gonna kidnap dismember it it wasn't just like i kidnapped people or oh i just kill people it was like the i kidnapped sexually lured them to horrible sexual crimes like dismembered their bodies in horrible ways like mutilated their bones used their bones for things and then i ate them like it's yeah. everything you could have done that was yeah. just absolutely horrific like just you couldn't terrible. have gotten worse no not well, at all he ultimately met a very untimely demise in prison yeah so. he got murdered by another murderer i think Good uh, for that. Hey, yeah well the guy out. so i want to say the guy's name is christopher scarver i've seen name? people are trying to send him money in prison because uh, people fantasize over it well um but so he killed Jeffrey Dahmer with his bare hands, and then really? he also killed another guy with his bare hands, who I want to say the other guy that he killed was in prison for murdering his wife with a knife and then tried to blame it on some other people, but then was convicted. And that dude ended both of them with his hands. Like Shout out! Hey, but if lot. you're in prison for life, why not be Batman? Why not be social justice Yeah, player? seriously, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what's to me the most interesting part is um because i know a lot of people like stuff like that for like how could they have gotten away with it where'd they mess up but i like like what went wrong in your head like that's the situation with what's that guy's name who killed his wife and his children oh scott the chris peterson. watts chris watts that was or scott peterson I was him say, too. Scott, that's the same thing yeah like yeah. what happens in your and brain where you're like gonna one. kill him because it wasn't like a day-to-day that was like a, like an actual like 
biography about it. Like, yeah, it literally. Like and it's just like he snapped. Footage. Very interesting. God, that Very interesting. Don't push me. So much. They put her in, in her, like the kids, like the oil or whatever. I know. Or cement mixer. I don't know. It was horrendous. It does well, the not one guy, I think he put him in like an oil drum. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember who it was, but rough. And don't like, do that. He had to fit his don't kids for like a 10 centimeter hole. Oh, God, I can't. But. Bad. Very, very bad. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, don't kill people, kids. Yeah, I, I don't think I recommend Dahmer. Like, it is truly, I mean, the acting, it's a phenomenally done thing, but it's just too much, I think, and everyone says the same thing. Like, you feel sick for, as you should. Like, you shouldn't be like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. And Peters looks so great there, and, and Romain like, says it. The, the last thing I'll say on it is, if you try to take the place of, like, well, we're spreading awareness, what are you trying to spread awareness? Not no. to do that? If you're, you're thinking about money. doing that, you make money. Please reach out to though, someone. <laughs> like you're just doing it for the drama and for money. Yes. Also, they do say about history, though, is that like if history is like forgotten, it will repeat itself. True. But True. there's also a million documentaries. Like everybody knows who Jeffrey Dahmer is. But, no yeah. one's also, uncertain. Here's a question: Do you think if like there's like a kid out there who's like, I want to do what he did? If he saw that, he'd be like, you know what? You're right. I'm not gonna do that. Well, you're also, right. and I you're wonder right. if it gets worse because those things sometimes have the opposite reaction of when serial killers get copycat. famous, copycat killers. Yeah, absolutely. That's like, and most of the time, they're more horrific than the original ones are because yes. they're like, because they want the fame and they want the notoriety that Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy had, you know? Bad, bad things. Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys this while mm-hmm. we're on the subject of crime and punishment and serial killers, do you believe in the death penalty? Yes. Actually, hmm, I go back and forth. I think the death penalty is too easy. I think it is. It's kind of an easy way out. Like honestly, though, if I like was, I would rather get electrocuted painlessly than rot in prison for ninety years. No, nope. actually, I want to say yes for the sake of it makes sense that like I'm kind of an eye for an eye person, but also like I think that the worst punishment is letting you rot in prison for ninety years. And like I was gonna say, you have nothing to do but sit and think about your actions. Yeah, and you get and this fancy, nice last meal. No. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense to me because it's like. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people, if you're religious, would think, oh, well, they're going to go to hell. But, you know, I, I don't I don't know. Do you think that the state on a more philosophical level, that like the United States government or the state of Michigan or anybody like that, or the city of East Lansing, for that matter, do you think that they legally should have the right to kill you? I, go back and forth. I mean, there is the whole right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but also, like you are in prison and that there i think there should be punishments for things that are done like i, mean, I guess kind of with the life liberty pursuit of happiness like what's saying they'd be like well that's not my pursuit of happiness or liberty or life to be in jail i go back and yeah. forth i'm not against it i just think it's like i think it's a cop-out i don't know like if you did I something truly heinous like why does like the blue collar guy get to rot in prison for seven years but you did something terrible and you kind of get the, the easy way out yeah. like i know that sounds bad but uh, i need to think about it some more but that yeah. is uh, very interesting the interesting what is your the nice i don't know i go back and forth mainly because you know me i'm a bit of an anarcho gentleman i uh don't really like the government but um yeah i mean in general i don't like government being able to physically punish people in the sense of like lock them in a cage or to, to kill somebody or something like that but also we can't have the Dahmers walking around I was gonna but say like I think that. there's plenty of like if you're a child molester you shouldn't be like well the government is gonna tell me what to do I'm gonna keep doing what I wanna do like yeah, yeah I don't know but I know what you're saying I do it's like it's an, that's another level of control yeah it gets it gets tough I mean because well if the government has the right to kill you it becomes a strange game between individual rights. Are we all individuals? Is it just because a bunch of individuals got in a group and made a decision that they get to inflict their decisions on other people? Yeah. 
It gets tricky. It gets weird. It does get tricky. I think if everyone just I, behave themselves, it'd be different. But people are gross, terrible, disgusting human beings. And I think okay. there has to be accountability for that. And I wish there was a non-governmental like way to do that. But like that's the only good option. Not that it's a perfect system by any means. but I always think that like in the case of Scott Peterson comes to mind. Because he... Who's that? Um, he was the one that killed his pregnant wife and, like, threw her in the bay. Oh, I didn't know that. And he was Sorry, tried in a state where the death penalty, and he got the death penalty. I forget, is it Florida? Was he Florida? That holds up. Hold I'm not sure. I'm looking it up. I gotta know. Anyways, and so he got the death penalty, but his family and him keep trying to, like, repeal and repeal just so he gets life in prison. Like, why is that better, though? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, like that why not just, like, whatever, bite the bullet at that point? What else are you going to do? And also, it's so true that, like, people like him in prison don't last long. Or because they have a brutal a time. Because yeah. people hate you. Because, I mean, a lot of people are in prison, aren't in prison for heinous crimes. But if you are, people know. I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's been known, like, that one, like prisoner who was like a child molester some other dude like carved the kid's name that he like raped into his forehead like yeah they don't mess around no they really really don't did he get the death penalty am i crazy no he did okay but yeah um, i don't think life in prison's better i almost think it's worse it'd be different if it was like 20 years and like maybe you'll get out and see the future one day yeah and like you just gotta wait it out but if it's just like life like if you're gonna die there anyway just just California, California. That's what I thought it was because he yep. uh, threw her in the bay. Yeah. So California has almost seven hundred people waiting on death row. And you know what? That's they haven't the highest, gotten around to Scott Peterson yet. The highest in the country. Yeah. I will say death row is a weird it, thing so. because you think that once they get the death penalty, they just do it. It's like years of paperwork and processing, which is yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy. Y'all know I wish Casey Anthony would have gotten it. I'm but still no. mad about that. As a Floridian, as She's someone who was there, lived two hours from her, we were invested. Invested. I'll never forget that day when that verdict came out. But I needed to share something with you guys. A little piece of news. Drop it on me. It's about our good friend, Dave the Brave. Oh, <gasps> tell me about Dave the Brave, please. Yay. I've missed him. I think... Is he moving? Did he move? Mm-hmm. Sad yeah. news. Dave the Brave has sold his house in St. John's. Okay. And oh my god, can we buy his house, please? You bet. Th- you know that thing smells terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And you know it smells so mildewy. Yep. And cigarettes. Yes. You know he smokes cigarettes. Oh, for sure. So he went on a road trip. Where With do we May. think that he moved? Oh, I watched the show. It was like South Dakota or something stupid. Colorado. No. Hmm. Florida. Mm, so close. Georgia. Alabama. No. no. Louisiana. No. 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 Texas? No. Guys. Hold on. You're doing two Is hands. it Ohio? <laughs> Hold on. Arizona. Okay. How are we Florida is not there? close to Arizona. Okay, but like snowbird states. Like okay. there's only two okay. really. Okay. Okay. Him and Mary have moved to Arizona. I wow. read all of the comments on that and he got a lot of hate and of course he addressed every single of hate comment and goes, well actually you're wrong because when I had nobody, Mary, had Mary was there, but she was also a grieving window so we were also both each other's shoulder to cry on and it's a toxic. <laughs> it was um, so they're in Arizona together and I'm they, you know what, they look happy and I'm happy for them. But now, Dave the Brave has left the state. 
Here you go. We have to keep up from a distance. We can't get him on a pod. I want to. Squeaky brakes. Who's doing breaks. donuts in the parking lot? But they might be, honestly. Our cars might be crashing too. But well, I just wanted to share that because, in a way, I'm very happy for him because we've. It's been two years that just, we've been on this journey with Dave. I don't have faith in him and Mary. They've broken up a either. lot of times. People are mad that she's a younger woman and that they think that she's going to leave him for somebody better. She's a very pretty woman. He. You're gonna think I'm crazy, but he a thousand percent has the personality of a serial killer. Oh yeah, he probably, yeah. A Imagine percent. if he comes out on the news. Oh, we then we were on it first. We were on it first. Oh, we They're better go on of our CNN mm-hmm. for calling it for mm-hmm. analyzing this man's life and what yep. led to it. But like, it makes me feel like because it was two years ago this month. Has it really been two years that, oh that he walked into your life? That Dave walked in crying about his wife that had left him, but not the Earth, just the marriage. You want to hear a sad story? Fill that in. Want to hear a sad story? And now it feels like my little baby bird is leaving the nest. And it just, the day he changed his bio from divorce is hard and expensive just broke my heart. Or yes. do you remember when he was like Dave the Broken or whatever? His name or, has changed no, a lot. It, it was Brokenhearted, brokenhearted. underscore 57. Okay, then it was that. another thing. And now I'm pretty sure it's Dave the Brave. <laughs> And just the cult following of the 50-year-old women. Just being who, like, yes. And you know they don't like Mary. Mary gets that shit. Oh, the thing is, Mary gets, like, that one lady that especially... They want to be Mary. The they one comment that I watched was some lady going in on him <gasps> about her being younger mm. and how that they were just gross cheaters and he left his good wife for younger women. And he, like, almost cried answering that comment. But in the whole, like, how dare you insult me like that? She has always been there for Crap, you know I need to go back year. and read these comments now. Oh, they're good. But even sweet little Mary... She's really gone from, you know, doing yoga in her storage unit and sleeping at Sleepy Hollow Park. I can't believe now. We, we never went to the campfire. We, we were invited went. to the campfire. And that's, you know, that's all I'm going to say. Um, and also, I charged her an unbelievably small amount of money for the assets that she was depriving from the gym because I wanted the tea. And if my employers ever hear you that, I'm so sorry. her for her stuff. Dude, she had tanning. She had a gym membership. She had all these things. How much would that typically cost a month? And a lot. Because, like, I, dude... Okay, I didn't have her pay enrollment. I didn't have her pay for an access card. I didn't have her pay for tanning. And I cut the price of a membership. I think that she paid out the door like $35 for like two months. And that's where she was like showering every day. Grace, I'm going to your gym. (laughs) If you can get that hookup. Okay, but here's the thing. She came in and I was like, this is content. I'll pay for it. Like, I need this. (laughs) I got it. I need this, Mary. Okay, so I'm very, very sorry. Do not listen to that. No. Oh, see, that thing is you gotta make it seem like you're like doing something. I, th- I, if anything, I think I was like, I'll just throw tanning in there for you. And she was like, you sweetheart. Did she Which, need tanning? No, she really didn't. And looking back, she a hundred percent just like used me and like played up like the whole like I'm so homeless and just blah 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 because she wanted them deals. But I threw her that softball and I was like, all right. For the pod. For the pod. I wish, like, the last time that we knew when the last time seeing them was that we could, like, comment on the fact that we've been following their lives for two years. Also, what are you playing what are you right showing now? Netflix just announced Outer Banks 3. Oh, oh I, I know. can't get into it. I tried. I Live. did. It seems like I would love it. It seems like my vibe. I just, it's, it's so It's so fake. cringy, and that's why I love because it. Because no, there's no just gaggle of beach kids running no. around being like, it's oh, not real. we're the law and justice and like that's not a thing at all but i'll tell you what is it chase banks is that his name something like that 
Woo, he's a fine man. And I'm not going to lie to you about that. He's a fine individual and he definitely helps the um, the story on the eyes. We are on the hunt for Grace to get a man. We've had lots Chase of conversations Banks. lately. What if he's like 5'10 and they just make him seem taller at the show? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But my favorite thing about that show is that Netflix... I'm assuming because they wanted to keep a certain rating, had to like limit the swears. And so at some points in the show, they'll like drop like a hard F bomb. And then other scenes are like, I'm so flipping pissed right now. And it just, the juxtaposition <laughs> makes also, me if so like, happy. The poor people living on the beach and they're like social justice warrior crazy. Like, you know that they're like some dirty mouth kids. Oh, they're dirty mouth individuals. Dirty. Dirty. So, yeah, I'm, y'all know I'm going to be binging that. We don't have Netflix anymore, so I'm going to binge it here. So you might get into it. They got Mama Garen's Netflix. Mama Garen's Netflix. Mama Garen, can I have the Netflix or is that not allowed? Speaking of Netflix, I've been watching The Pentaverate with Mike Myers. Which, I hate it so much. But here's the thing. The reason why I enjoy it is it's very Austin Powers vibe. It is. And I love that. It's just, it, it takes you back to a different era of entertainment, and it makes me extremely, extremely happy. And it's super fourth wall breaky, super self-aware. Like, there was just a Shrek cameo in it. That was great. You know what I'm talking about? Like, there's a lot of great... It's, it's very fun. It's I, very I do wonderful. miss stupid comedy. It's just not done anymore because people want, like, a cinematic experience. Like, I love nothing more than a stupid, funny rom-com with, like, Jennifer Aniston. They don't do that anymore. It's got to be a story. I like a little stupid humor. I like background you want, noise. You want the breakup? That's what you want? I want the breakup. That was a good one. I, I still know. think about that. <laughs> I know. But um, not that you guys care, but I want to touch on this because it is kind of... Uh, pertinent news at the moment so oh, have you guys heard about, about pertinent news well it's sportsy related but oh. do you have you guys heard about what's happening with brett Favre? brett Favre? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guy? don't yep. know who that is so he used he's he a very the am i right the packers Pack- okay. they P-word. both start with p i was there but anyway so he was the longtime quarterback for the green bay packers he's a hall of famer he's like won a super bowl blah 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 um has post his career um kind of tarnished his legacy in a number of ways. Number one, like 10 years ago, there was a scandal where he was um, harassing the New York Jets sideline reporter and like trying to invite her back up to his room for massages and drinks while he's married and a lot of those things. As soon as he mentioned massages, your life is over. I think he also... Pack up your bag, hit the road. He also may or may not have sent some unsolicited photos of himself. Um, also had now to settle a couple of lawsuits out of court with other masseuses for harassing them. Um, but now, the most recent thing is in 2020, in the state of Mississippi, because he went to college at the University of Southern Mississippi, um, the state of Mississippi, one way or another, through corrupt means, gave him $1.1 million in welfare funds, as he already is an extremely wealthy man. Um, And he's currently in court for that because he... Why? And, well, he was trying to get money for a couple of things. Thing number one, um, he, I guess, has been trying to get money to build a volleyball facility. I think his daughter played volleyball or plays volleyball at Southern Miss or something like that. So he's trying to build a volleyball facility and he's trying to get money to invest in this biomedical startup that he's an investor in. So he's trying to get, like, state welfare benefit funds to do those things is it that elizabeth girl who's going to put it in walgreens probably it, yes it's um why, why can't i think of elizabeth, elizabeth holmes Smart? elizabeth holmes holmes yeah 
No, Smart is the one that was abducted. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, like, I know that um, name. But anyway, so he is currently in court right now and has been for, I think it's kind of been an ongoing thing for like two years, but more and more details keep coming to light. Mm. Um, the other thing is that he has a charity, I think it's called like Favre for Hope because he was number four when he played football. The Clinton Foundation? Pretty much. So the the charity is supposed to, I, I wrote it down, like their, their mission statement. It's essentially supposed to be for children in Mississippi and in Wisconsin because he played in Wisconsin mm-hmm. with Green Bay for most of his career. Um, for children who are like sick and underprivileged, essentially like that's what they say. Um, but the majority of the money over the last two or three years that has gone into the charity have all gone to like athletic boosters at his old college. So no, a lot no, of very, no. very, no, 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 very, very sketchy Super things. No, no, no. And I, I don't know. Very, very gross. Very sticky. Very slimy. Where in your life are you just like, guess I'm just going to do this now. Guess I'm just going to be a bad person. Especially when you have everything. Yeah. yeah. That's like his way. Go to a few colleges everything. and give a speech. You know what Honestly. I mean? Or like, you can make the money doing drive that. Drive your Lambo and just enjoy the massive wealth you have. Like, yes. all I'm saying is, I think I'm too lazy to be, like, keeping pushing the wealth envelope. Like, if I'm already filthy rich, I'll just continue to make my normal amount of filthy rich money and hang out. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Well, and the thing, too, like, everybody knows, but not everybody knows the exact details all the time, but these silly wealth transfers, like, quote-unquote, corporate welfare, if you will, as far as government goes are so common and it's so disgusting because these companies come and they have their lobbyists and they make a pitch about we need the states or we need the country to make an investment a quote-unquote investment into this project that we're going to do and it's going to create jobs and it's going to bring um, an economic boost to the area and all the nice buzzwords and all the nice things and really what's happening is that the state government or the federal government are cutting a massive check to this company to do a thing. Now, you might ask yourself, why wouldn't the company just spend their own money, especially since it's going to work out? Well, the answer is they want free money. They want a free-rolled investment. Hey, I would too. I know. And I mean, it makes sense, but it happens all the time. Think about the COVID funds. Like when everybody got the paycheck protection program things slash just like legitimate, like here, you get you get money, you get money, you get money. Airlines, professional sports teams, whatever. Like, the people that definitely don't need hundreds of millions of dollars just, like, signed on a piece of paper and slid over to them. Yeah. Those are the people that always get it. So, not saying at all that what Brett Favre did was right, because it's extremely scummy, especially if you're pulling from, like, SNAP food benefits, poor people in Mississippi, to go donate to your alma mater. Like, that's super-duper-duper scummy. But those things happen all the time. And... He ain't the only one. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. The conclusion of that is that we just need way less government, and we need way less taxation, and we need to hold all these people accountable. We need a cult in the woods. We need a cult in the woods. We do. Here's a fun fact. I've never in my life listened or watched on YouTube one of those TED Talks and not felt like it was an alternate universe. It's a little Twilight zone It is. It, it's just very like the whole, like, Dark. I'm this extremely young person you've never heard of ever who's going to talk about something extremely life-changing and act like I know everything in the entire world for an hour. And you're like, oh. Because there's money yeah. in that stuff. It's, um, do you guys know who Tim Ferriss is? No. So Tim Ferriss, he is kind of like one of the Silicon Valley tech guys, finance guy. He has a very, very successful podcast and makes a ton of money doing it. Um, Tim Ferriss had 
uh, or has a book, I believe it's called The Four Hour Workweek. And one of the things he talks about that you can do in that, which there is a whole industry of people that do this, is you give speeches. So you essentially find different ways to technically have the credentials because like you went somewhere, or like you have a connection with this person, or you gave a speech at this one place for this one thing for this one time. And you take those credentials and you keep pitching them to more and more and more people, right? So you, maybe you speak at a corporate conference or a college or I don't know, high school, whatever. And you can speak about whatever, doesn't matter. But then you have that speech, you get paid to make that speech. Maybe it starts out really small. It's like they pay you, I don't know, 500 bucks to go speak at this thing. Doesn't matter if you're good or not. But then you take the credential because you can say on your little spiel that you're going to give to the next people, like, I spoke at this event. Like, I spoke here, I spoke here, I spoke here. And it has this kind of false sense of notoriety. But you keep re-spinning all of that garbage until you've spoken in front of enough people. And then you can keep giving speeches at the highest level, making more and more and more money for higher and higher fees as you go. So a lot of those people that give those really crazy TED Talks that you're talking about, mm -hmm. that's what they did. Like, they're just, they're not experts. They're just people. Yeah, <laughs> and they just crazy. Have, <laughs> they talk to a world hunger enough times that they probably yeah. kind of know what they're talking about yeah, now. That's what it is. Yeah. And there are definitely some people that have given TED Talks that are very knowledgeable and know their stuff. But um, the whole speech-making circuit in the world is extremely, yeah. Like, think about that. Like, it's it's the ultimate, like, I'm well, a, I'm a life on, coach. On this podcast yeah. where you, like, you can talk about anything in circles. Yep. I think you'd be wonderful at that. Why Let's aren't you going. doing that? I can bamboozle everybody out of that money. It's that yeah. Chad Varga guy with the bullying. That's what it is. Chad Varga, God bless him, because he didn't take money from underprivileged people. He went out and he made that bank himself. He did. He did. And we respect Talk him about for it. bullying. Like, oh, yeah, bullying, that's, we need a speech about that. That's methamphetamines. So, yeah, um, I don't know. Long story short, we should all go on speaking tours. That's what we should do. That's what this is. And then you write yeah. a book, and then you get that published. And then you write like, a book about your speaking tours, and then you get that published. And, and then you write another book about you writing the book and about your speaking tours. Then you and then you write a book about being a billionaire. So. Yeah. Then you go on tours and you talk about writing a book. And then you, like, have those, like, real estate agent photos where you're leaning like this, and you're, like, self-made. This is why me and Cole, who have our engagement shoot this weekend, Grace has talked us out of wearing any kind of a jean, because if we wear mm -hmm. jeans, we're going to look like we're no, on the back no, of a self-help no. book. A With a golden retriever, I'm one of those swinging um, the porch benches, like porch benches, porch swings. Yeah, always. 100%, that's what that is. So, Doctor Seuss. It Seuss. That is so that photo of him. It is, but he's not a good person. Is Doctor Seuss a bad guy? Yeah, I think he. Oh, he's really bad. He's I feel like I've well. heard that. Give me the deets. What was what was Doctor Seuss? He uh, was having a really long term affair while he was oh. married to his wife that was dying and of terminal cancer. And like a cancer. really young woman. Yeah, and like, then was she soon, of age? Was she legal? I wouldn't know, but as soon as she died, he went and married her. Some people have absolutely no shame. It's weird how many people I've heard. Well, like. Think about, I mean, obviously the Adam Levine thing where his wife's pregnant, but like men who will have affairs, and I guess women who will also have affairs with the men that are knowingly know what's going on in the situation, but like where the wife is pregnant or where she's like terminally ill. Yeah. Just absolutely no shame. There's a guy that works in an office where I work where he, he her, his wife has cancer and he's having an affair with like the woman in the office next to him. That's what he's doing. That was what happened Isn't with my mom's friend, and like I think she's dating the guy where his wife was fully, completely dying, and he was just sleeping around town, and apparently was like beating her too while she had cancer. Yeah, like double uh, homicide. Rough. It's a tough time. Rough. That's not good. Be good people. 
Don't kill anybody, guys. Don't do something that you wouldn't want to tell your grandma about. The grandma? The grandma. Gami. Don't do anything that you wouldn't have your own podcast and tell the world about after you did it. Yeah. Imagine that you have to tell all your business to a whole 14 people. The issue is, is we do tell our business and that holds us accountable. Is because even when we do something bad, we're still going to talk about it. Even when we get lost at a renaissance fair and we almost get human trafficked, we still got to talk about it on Monday night. Or sometimes Thursday night, but yes. Or sometimes when some people on the podcast poop on a rug. You know, you got to hear about it on the pod. And I talk about it again. You, you member. What was the rug? The rug, Grace. (laughs) When I had the stomach flu. Oh, the bathroom rug. You member. I member. It's been thrown out since, guys. Don't worry. It's gone. Should have been thrown out that night. Happened for another year. That's Mm, fine. Bleached it. All good. Bleached it. (laughs) But... uh, (laughs) But anyway, thank you. Expensive. Do we have anything else we want to say? Are we wrapping this thing? I think that that's wrap it up. It's a wrap. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening per the usual. You're all wonderful folks. You know that we love five-star reviews. If you haven't already, feel free to follow us on any of the podcasting platforms, whether it be Apple, Spotify, or Google Play. If you have tell, a son, Hamad, he's a great kid. You I like him a lot. Uh, tell a friend about us. If you find yourself having some downtime at the lunch break, you know that... We're, we're always your, here for you. We're your favorite podcast, so you might as well just spread we the you. word that way. Stay strong. Um, we will see you next week. Hopefully Grace doesn't have phantom COVID again on Monday, so we can get a Monday night show. If not, we'll see you Thursday. Mm, bye. Bye. bye.